was pathetic, Banjo. You act like this is so horrible to hang out with us. We're nice ladies. You used to love me. He used to be my baby and never leave my side. And now I don't know what his problem is. Well, you had another baby. Yeah, that's true. Now he doesn't love me anymore. Just like all my animals. Huh, Banjo? That's what happened to my cat. Aww. My cat named Patrick when I got that um, dog Tavish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Patrick left me for the lesbian neighbors. Mm -hmm. And I'd had him since he was, like, right out of the womb. Like, his mom, Lady Finnegan, had that cat. She gave birth to it on my, um, I had one of those, like, mosquito nets for my bed, but it was laying on the ground, and that's, like, what she chose to give birth to the baby cats on. And so it was just, like, so gross because it was, like, netting, and when you pulled it apart, it was all, like, placenta and Ugh. all kinds of gross shit. Um but anyways, um, <laughs> there's the Patrick the cat, yeah. the kitten, came out of that. And you named it Patrick even? Mm -hmm. was, so that was before or after your mom met? That was him? after, but I always okay. really liked Patrick. Oh, good. And okay. I also liked that name. So yeah. um, He was really a sweet cat. Like, I loved that cat to pieces. And then he, really he was. yeah, once I got Tavish, he... Like took one look at him, and that he never wanted to be an outside cat. He was he always wanted to be inside. I even gave him opportunities to go outside, and he didn't want like he didn't want to. Yeah. And then one day, like after the dog came, that was when he was he he ditched out. And then the next thing I knew, he was over living at the neighbors, and they were I think maybe they were even feeding him better food. I don't know, but he just started like if I would go out in the yard and see him, he would look at me and like book it like as if he didn't know who I was Wow! and I'd had him for like seven years so it wasn't that like is, this was yeah cold-hearted shit yeah and then I get up and I my window faced the neighbor's window where he was living and he would stare at me out the window from his window to mine it would just stare at me and it was almost he like was a betrayed. fuck you yeah he never he never forgave me he never would come to me again and let me pet him it was wow. really sad it broke my heart but I guess I betrayed him Hi, welcome to the worst day of my life. My name is Cherish. My name is Megan. <laughs> no, time. I have yet, I have yet in my life to meet a Patrick that I didn't like. Yeah, same. Patricks are good people. Mm -hmm. Just like Shannon's. Oh yeah, Shannon's fucking. Well, rude. no, no. No, my stepsister Shannon oh. um, was not, or I don't think she still is a nice person. I think she took more after David Gamble with personality. Oh, because I had a stepbrother Sean for a while, and he was awesome, but she was like evil, and she hated me. She like torment me and torture me. Oh my god yeah like my what parents kind of stuff did she do to you well um that movie is it the exorcist where there's like a clown doll in the movie where it has like long arms and i think it like chokes her is that or the is that exorcism what's that exorcist it's like when she's like a little girl with blonde hair oh uh, uh um poltergeist poltergeist okay so i had that same exact clown and that movie came out and i saw it whatever age that was which was really small yeah. and it freaked me the fuck out and I owned that same exact clown and so my mom had to take the clown and like put it up into the closet and so when they would leave me with her she would 
get it out of the closet and just like lock me in like the bathroom with it or just like just torture me with it or but she also would get me to like lie for her when she would like sneak out of the house and climb out the bedroom window and like um go probably bone the neighbor um high school neighbor kids why'd you put up with that shit because i was like like probably like five (laughs) so like i was not very old at all Um, and yeah, but she would just, she was really like mean to me and just, and definitely would wait until like my family was gone to, um, act like that. Banjo's just crying because we're forcing him to hang out with us. I know he's, he, um, it's like the more we talk, the more he's crying, Uh like let me out of here. Shut up. I always... I always try to get him to come in here when I'm working and just hang out with me. And he just like, because he acts like he loves me so much and he misses me so much when I come in the house and like he never gets to hang out with me. <laughs> well, do you think maybe he feels like there's a bunch of um, there's a bunch of reasons why he wouldn't be able to cuddle with you if he wanted to? Because you've got all this stuff on the bed and on ah, top of you fine. and <laughs> around your legs and anywhere else he could get to. No, he just doesn't cuddle anymore. He just. You don't want to be a cuddle boy. He's just a big, dumb, quiet baby. Okay, the reason I'm looking at this right now is because I have to show you what Ireland Megan looked like mm-hmm. um, as a child. Oh. Because she looks exactly spot on the uh, poltergeist girl. <gasps> it's creepy. How did she feel about that? I don't know. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, but I I don't know if it gives you like some kind of a complex of some kind or or not, um, or like that's cool or like like I I don't know. Would I mean, you be flattered like, that somebody would want like your like, autograph or think that you look like this? Um, but also that that kid was supposed to look creepy, you know, in the movie, right? Because I like I remember getting pissed off like I was saying before about getting like people um confusing me all the time for a boy <laughs> like all the time and my mom would have to explain that I wasn't a boy and then she tried to get my ears pierced and all that stuff but um like I felt like I got like kind of developed a complex about it you know like not full blown but it's still every now like when I was telling you about when my hair is shorter it always like I always feel like suddenly like I look like a little boy yeah. You know, because my yeah. hair was short when I was a kid, and that's why they would think oh. that. 1982. So when I saw that movie, um, like around the time, if I saw it when it came out, I was like three or three or four. Oh, yeah. She wasn't even born yet. She was born in 85. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But um, it's still just like, it's nuts how much she looks like that little. Yeah. Girl. That girl, like, I think a lot of people, was that the one? Where, like, a lot of the people, like, that were in that movie ended up having, like, tragic, weird deaths? Or was that a different one? That was The Exorcism. I think it was The Exorcist. Exorcist. Yeah. I'm so bad with titles. It's okay. Did Kenny finally show you what uh, the seven degrees to Kevin Bacon is? Oh, he told me that he needed to, and then I forget what happened. Like, I think I was at work, Mm. and I think I was having a bad night at work. Oh, yeah. I was like... Not ready really. to kill people and just like wanted to get in my I think it was when I was like raging out because I was telling you about the um 
the side effects of this medication where I was just like, this person pulled out in front of me and was like driving down the road going like 10 miles under the speed limit after he'd already like pulled out in front of me. And then all of a sudden did this like turn without a turn signal, like a last minute turn down like a side street. And I was so mad because they're in a company vehicle and they're totally driving like a total dick hole. Yeah. Like pulling out in front of me, going super slow and then doing a sudden turn without a turn signal. So I was just like, finally, I was just like so mad. I was like laying on my horn. Yeah. I was like one of those people is oh like laying on the horn for like 15 seconds or something. And I was just like, felt like my blood boiling. And I was like, whoa. I was like, I just had road rage. <laughs> I need to like calm down. Ooh, yeah. But I was already getting mad. I'd already gotten mad at these other people. Cause I, I was already mad. Cause I, Kenny, we've been trying to get his, the CPAP machine since, I don't know if you, like, how long ago, if I had told you, like, when it's, we did all yeah, that stuff. But it's been, it's been months. Months. And it had been months since he'd already did the sleep test in bed or whatever, He when he had to have, like, those, like, little electrode things on him. Mm -hmm. So he did that, and then he had to ship it out, which you have to do within, like, a certain amount of time. It was like you have to do it within 48 hours. So he shipped it out on time, and that was, like weeks and weeks ago and then they were like yeah you need this device and then they're like we're gonna call it into the pharmacy but then he like or we're gonna put in an order for it but then he never heard anything and then I was like you need to call them and like follow up you know because if they just have an order sitting there you you know you, you need to have, tell them where to send it to or whatever and then he does that and it's like more time goes by because they don't ever call him back they don't message him back then finally like, the doctor's like, yeah, he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I'm going to, you know, go over your your chart and stuff. And, you know, I'll, I'll get this taken care of, you know, like, today or soon or whatever. And then he didn't. It was like another month goes by. And I and oh, then God. I called the office and I was like, hey, you know, my boyfriend's not really great at this kind of thing. Um, and maybe he didn't hear something right. Um, but, like, you know, he said you guys put in an order for, like, a CPAP. And then they're like oh, um, what, what doctor does he see? And like, they were like, oh, I don't see anything on file. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my God. Like, I guess just after working and like uh -huh. any kind of medical practice, like, I don't know, like, but before, but I feel like, is it getting, is it worse? I mean, I feel like it, I don't know if it's worse, but I feel like, um, I feel like maybe at our, I don't know. Well, I think they're like overwhelmed and understaffed, yep. which I understand. But like, I don't know. I just can't imagine like people not being able to get things that they need that are life saving things. Um, I mean, can you sleep apnea is bad, but it's I don't think he's going to like drop dead, you know, tomorrow from it. But it is not good to have on your heart. Right. You know, having those kinds of problems. And if he's already high risk for medical issues, you know, but if he were a person that was like having to be on a life saving thing and yeah. this is taking this long to like get Patrick's, the Patrick, thing. Patrick's BiPAP machine, like yeah. he um his <laughs> his sleep apnea is so fucking scary because it's not the normal kind of yeah. sleep apnea. Like most people they go uh <sighs> Yeah, it's Kenny. Uh, 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 like yeah. that's that's normal sleep apnea. Yeah. 
Patrick has Excuse the me. neurological kind because he's got brain damage from the explosion in uh, Afghanistan. Yeah. But he will like exhale mm -hmm. while he's asleep and then not inhale. And it'll be a really long time. And he's oh, just yeah. silent. And then suddenly he goes, like a big yeah and he but sometimes it's a really long time and i'm like oh you know i just if i notice it you know mm -hmm. i immediately just like grab him try to get him to like take a breath but it's so scary yeah it's like not because it's not one that you can hear right it's, it's like just it's stillness. just suddenly he's yeah silent oh mm -hmm. i hate it yeah that'd be really unnerving to <sighs> me i because i just already don't i don't know if it's just like from being you know i don't I don't know if it's just like a mom thing or, but sleeping where you're kind of in that sort of half state, like a lucid state. So that if somebody, if you hear a noise or somebody, you know, breathes wrong or something seems like, like you're more apt to like, to, for it to jar you, uh -huh. you know, like out of like, like, I feel like anything like where I've been in a deep, cause I can go to a really deep sleep state. Yeah, you can. But, like, I feel like in the times where there's been, like, any kind of, like, emergency, like, if Savannah, if something was happening, if I heard, like, throwing up in the middle of the night, yeah. you know, it, like, woke me up. Yeah, like, like there's just throws kind of, you up. Yeah. It there's, throws you out of right. sleep. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm just, I mean, I sleep like that now anyway. Where, like, right, that's what I'm saying. wiggles a little bit and I'm awake. But. Well, it's probably good that you do since you can make sure that Patrick starts breathing again. Why won't he use his... Um, the BiPAP thing, he said it makes uncomfortable. It's, so he had me try it because I was like, mm -hmm. you need to be using it, you know, because mm -hmm. um, he's like never used it. So um, he like got new tubing for it and everything. And he's like, all right, I'll try to use it. I'll try to use it. <laughs> oh, you boohoo banjo. Um, you put it on and it's like, it's like, <laughs> It's like if you were sticking your face out of a window going down the freeway going like 90 miles an hour and had like a funnel in your oh. nose and mouth. Like strong pressure. It like pushes air into your lungs. Oh, wow. But it's like, it's very, it's like constant though. It's like, Ugh. it's like, it's yeah. awful. It's yeah. not. I feel like I'd have to be like on like anesthesia drugs to fall asleep with something like that on my face. No kidding. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's not something that makes sense. Yeah. But dude, with just like oxygen in your nose, I could sleep like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could convince him to do that. I just love him. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. He's a sweet boy. I'm going to let Banjo out of here really quick. Yeah, that's okay. I'm realizing that Stan, he's making Stanley look really good. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for making my naughty Stanley boy look like an angel when we're doing our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because you you are not very podcast friendly. Yeah, I know. That's why he's never in oh. here. I wonder if he if he was in here, if Stanley was in here too, do you think they'd just be obnoxious and yes. try to play with each other? Yes. Hasta la vista. Yeah, Morty and Stanley used to get so rowdy and they would never stop. And when I'd babysit him, they would just be, and I'd feel bad because I was like, oh man, they're just so excited to see each other. But it was so annoying. Morty just sounds like a swarm of bees. He's just like, yeah. So silly. Constant. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Megan brought something with her today that I'm so excited about. Um, I believe it was oh, episode two. Was it? Yep. I don't remember. Episode two, we were we recorded on the phone, but we talked about um, a roommate that Megan had um, who went real wacko. I think he called him a psych, psycho weirdo. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's kind of like a sociopathic type of personality. Like a sociopath, yeah. No, I, I, I feel like he would have eventually, like, tried to kill you or... Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely saw that in his eyes. Yeah. Scary dude. Mm. But uh, if you remember that episode, you remember he stood at the foot of her bed and called her a dirty, dumb bitch a bunch. Yeah, I was actually standing to the, like, like I was sleeping Not on foot? this okay. side and he was, like, standing... Like, there was, like, a nightstand, and then he was, like, standing right next to the nightstand, like, looking down Oh, at God. Me. So, he's standing right next to you mm-hmm. while you're laying down in bed. Oh, God. That's even scarier. Calling you a dirty, dumb bitch. Which, I'm going to put dirty, dumb bitch on a t-shirt soon. So, <laughs> yeah. keep an eye out for that. Yeah. And then, um, he also, if you remember, um, reported her to the police and her landlord for impure lesbian bullshit. (laughs) Well, Megan has the (laughs) police report. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's so so good. Yeah. Um, And she brought it to me. Let's see. Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, and you can refer to him by his first name, um, which is so lame because I feel like you, like I feel like you have to include his first name to have it be just extra. Yeah. Okay, guys. If this guy wasn't enough of a Chad, as it is. (laughs) Sorry if there's Chad listeners or Chad lover listeners. They get it. Chads, Karens. I'm sorry. But as if this guy was not enough of a <laughs> Chad already, his name is Chadrick. Yeah. Chadrick. <laughs> like they put, like they formed both Chad and Rick together to Chadrick. form. Um, Stupid name. I remember my friend Rob said that his alter ego was Rick. And Rick was like kind of like, because you know how like sweet Rob was, uh, like little Rob. Oh yeah, how yeah, he's like yeah. so sweet. But mm-hmm. his alter—he was always say his alter ego was named Rick, uh-huh. and he was like the guy that would like go and like blow all of his money in Vegas, like mm. on like strippers and blow, and um, like you know, like had a mullet and like rode a motorcycle and was just basically like a guy going like an angry guy that um, was going through a midlife crisis. Yeah, that was okay. <laughs> yeah, his alter ego. So that's anyway. So of- Chad's and then Rick's both sound like just a bad combo. Yeah. Bunch of fucking douches. Yeah. One second. Okay, you're fine. I'm packing it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And um, just as a... Chadrick. The way that I, as a real quick, quick recap, um, yes, was yes, that please. I knew this person from acquaintance type situations of being out um, in the community, knowing, you know, having some friends that, new friends that knew him 
So he seemed like kind of a member, uh, like a distant member of the immediate friend group. So I thought that he was like a normal guy. <laughs> um, and then we lived next door to each other in this apartment complex when we both basically had essentially like a studio apartment that I was trying to make into two bedrooms for me and Savannah when she was, you know, I guess she was probably like, Ooh, that wasn't too long before we moved here. So she's probably like 10, 11 ish, mm. maybe 11. Mm -hmm. And so she was starting to get older, kind of needing more privacy. I was too, maybe eventually want to start, you know, like having guests over, you know, doing douche. some, doing some impure adult le lesbian. Yeah. Bullshit. Do some impure uh, lesbian bullshit. So yeah. anyways, we live in the same apartment complex together for like about a year and then our leases were both coming up and then we thought, Hey, we hang out a lot. We're friends. Never any kind of indication of anything weird. Uh, then we said to each other, hey, why don't we save on rent and, you know, rent like a larger house and then, you know, with more space and a backyard, can have a pet, you know, Savannah can have her own room, I can have my own room, he can have like the master bedroom and it was this beautiful house uh, in this very expensive, exclusive neighborhood that was only something like... $1,200 a month for a three-bedroom house with a basement, giant yard. It was a, a deal. Anyway, uh, it was what seemed like a great living situation. And then we met briefly with the person showing us the house. And we fell in love with the house. And then we decided we're going to move in. And then I don't know what it was, like a week before we move in or something like along those lines. He tells me that he has these romantic feelings he's developing these romantic feelings for me and then I said well that's not kind of living situation I want to be in so if that is where you're at because I'm not reciprocating these romantic feelings uh we should probably not move in together and then he was like no you know it's just kind of more like a crush like I'll get over it you know it's not a big of a deal I'm not going to do anything weird he's like I respect that you don't reciprocate the feelings, blah, blah, blah. You know, it'll be fine. And then I was like, mm, still kind of having that nagging gut feeling that this is not a good idea, but I really wanted to move into that house. Yeah. Like that house was just so Rad. amazing. It was the most beautiful house I've ever lived in in my life. And it was just the most amazing house. And so I was just like, didn't listen to my instinct, didn't listen to my gut. And I was just took what I thought was like, okay, you know probably not great that he's said this, but he's claiming he can get over it. And I certainly am not going to like act on any kind of weird feelings towards him. Cause I was really not feeling it for this guy. Like it wasn't like one day I actually thought he was into guys. Yeah. I didn't think, I just didn't even see him that way, but then it just started. As, yeah. We moved in together and from like right off the, that it got weird. weird real weird real fast and then it just developed to the situation where church is going to read the police report and if you want to know the whole story go listen to episode two but it's a great <laughs> story and there's also a great fish stick story oh, that yeah. you want want to hear so go all the way back to episode two if you have not heard that and get the whole story about the whole pre-story about this but we have the police report, the actual police report from that incident, and I'm very excited to read it out loud to you now. Do it. 
Okay. It's very funny. Tucson Police Department. Okay. Officer so-and-so and I were operating as a two-officer patrol unit when we were dispatched to the listed address address reference a family fight call. The caller stated that her roommate, Chadrick, came home intoxicated and was yelling at her. Upon arrival, I observed a male standing outside of the home. He wobbled back and forth, had a strong odor of intoxicants on his breath. He identified himself verbally as Chadrick. I remained with Chadrick. <laughs> An officer so-and-so entered the home to speak with the complainant. I continued talking with Chadrick, and he said he was fed up with the lesbian bullshit. <laughs> he told me his roommate, Megan, was allowing her girlfriend to stay in the home every night rent-free. Chadrick said Megan was in direct violation of their lease agreement, and he did not like it. He said he didn't, didn't like the whole lesbian thing and that it wasn't a very respectful lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> not respectful to who? Yeah, Him? What, what year is this, too? Okay, That's yeah, sorry. No, it's okay. okay. Uh, this is uh, 2009. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's the same year I moved up here. Should I just say the officers' names? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, it's, you, this is probably public records. Yeah, and I think you and I are so used to, like, protecting medical information that we're so careful about people's, like, first names, but I think yeah. it's not even Okay, let the audience go stalk him on Facebook okay. if he's on there. I've never tried to look for him on Facebook, but he did go and do something else stupid in his life, and that's on the internet. Ooh, awesome. Okay. And if you need me to read it, too, I've read it, like, so many times throughout my life that I knew it. Yeah, why don't you? I'm doing a <laughs> okay. really bad job. He said he didn't like the whole lesbian thing, and it wasn't a very respectful lifestyle. He said, that bitch is done. She might as well start packing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Officer Samarano stepped back out and, er, and remained with Chadrick. I went inside and spoke with the complainant, Megan Gamble. Megan told me Chadrick is unpredictable and goes out drinking. She told me when he leaves the home and goes to drink, she does have her girlfriend, Autumn, stay the night because she is afraid of what Chadrick might do. She said tonight was a prime example of why she has Autumn stay. Mm -hmm. She told me she, Autumn, and her daughter, Savannah, were asleep in their room with the door closed. Around 1.30, she was awoken to Chadwick standing over her bed, calling her a dumb bitch, which actually was dirty dumb bitch. Mm. Um, they got that quotation wrong. Mm. Uh, she said Chadwick opened her door and then began yelling obscenities, waking everyone up, including her daughter. She said the noise was unreasonable for such a late hour and that she was tired of his ranting. She told me he has lived in the home with Chadrick since November 2008. She stated Chadrick has been annoying, but this time he has actually <laughs> crossed the line by entering her room and waking everyone up. She said... Chatter called her a dirty, dumb bitch because she allowed Autumn to stay in the home and was now violating their lease agreement. Mm. 
She said, Chadrick has constantly been arguing with her and bothering her daily about Autumn and said he was taking pictures of Autumn's car to show the lawyers. She said she wanted Chadrick to go to jail. I spoke with Autumn, who has also confirmed that everyone was asleep when Chadrick came home. She said Chadrick came into the room and began cursing at Megan. She said the noise woke up Savannah and that Chadrick, be- Chadrick began calling Megan a dirty, dumb bitch <laughs> in front of Savannah. Oh, God. Autumn believed the noise was unreasonable and wished to prosecute for disorderly conduct. Savannah had fallen asleep when we had arrived on scene. A statement was not taken from her. Chadrick was then arrested and listed um, on the listed charge. He began demanding our payroll numbers, (laughs) saying that we were wrong for arresting him. He said Megan was the bad one because she was doing the impure lesbian bullshit. (laughs) I love that line so much. In the official police report. Oh, I thought you were like maybe exaggerating that part. No, because he was, that's what he was doing. He worked at the time for the University of of Arizona in like human resources for some, I don't know, it was like the human resources department for some smaller portion of the U of A. And he thought he was so badass because yeah and so he was demanding their payroll numbers and like wanted you know their badge numbers and all this stuff because he was going to report them and like for this which is hilarious so anyways he was booked into the pima county jail without further incident i left megan a vine form along with the case number and i think he was gone for a substantial amount of time and this actually automatically put a no contact order so even though he was able to eventually evict me because the landlord sided with him because he didn't want the landlord also did not want um impure lesbian bullshit going on in his residence right because he thought that we had moved in as a quote-unquote family and that like you know like chad rick was like my husband or something or you know and like savannah was our shared child Mm -hmm. you know i think he just made assumptions that that was like what was going on and so then you know and his the lease actually stated that in it that it was like no impure lesbian bullshit yeah yeah like they didn't want no but it said like a traditional family family unit uh, mm -hmm, or something something like that yes yeah i can't i think i probably still have that lease which you know i can't believe they can discriminate like that yeah well they can and they did but i had a month to get out of the house and then he was he was in jail for a period of time and then he had to stay on no contact um and so until i moved out of the house which meant he was not allowed to come there while i was still living there and i would like get off of work and he'd be in like his car would be parked in the driveway yeah. he'd be like inside the house and, and by the time the cops got there he'd be he'd gone. be gone yeah he would leave and there was nothing they could do about it um, like you have to catch somebody like in the act of the violation. Otherwise, it's like it's it's like a he said she said, and there's no way to prove. Like I didn't, there's not cameras. It's so or, scary because he could totally uh, kill you, and you know. Well, he was just so Ugh. fucking weird. And then I think I told you that one time that I had gone to California, and I was like realized, yeah, yeah and turned around. He was going through my underwear drawer. Yes. In my bedroom. So it just made me really Dude. creeped out. So yeah, I retaliated and do all, did all that 
fish in the toilet tank. I, you know, scrub it to the toilet with my, or his toothbrush. I wipe my vagina with his face towel. I yeah. put some gross stuff in the bathtub. Oh, God. Ugh. But, I, yeah. I, I'm, but, okay. What did he do after that? Mm, like the thing that he got in trouble for again? Well, what he did the second time isn't really that bad in the sense, like, it wasn't, like, I was expecting to find, like, some kind of, like, assault or something. Yeah. Like, he was just such a freaking psycho. He was, he was doing some kind of con or scam scheme where he was, like, having people... He was claiming he was like some kind of computer repair company or something. And then he was having people send him like all these really, really expensive like devices, uh, selling them for more or something like that. He was doing some kind of thing and then not ever sending the repaired computers back to the people, but like collecting their money for it. Mm. So making like a large profit that I think was like something around $200,000 or something. Um, over the course of like a year, but it was kind of like a crazy scheme that you kind of have to be a pretty crazy person yeah. to come up with. And I've then got it. I've got it right here. Oh, you found it. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you, I could be, I could be off with some of that, those details, but that seems like what my memory serves me. Okay. So, well, it just says Arizona man sentenced, uh, on wire fraud charges. Oh, wire fraud. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was sentenced to 30 months in custody. Three years supervised release, $100 assessment to the victim assistance <laughs> fund, cool, and restitution in the amount of $218,863.11 to Dell Inc. The conviction stems from a scheme on or about between December 2007 and June 2011 when Chadrick... Who's doing that while we were living together? Really? Because we... We were living together in 2009, 2000, end of 2008, yeah. 2009. So this says December 2007 to yeah. June. Yeah. Okay. Chadrick Sayer and a co-defendant devised a scheme to by means of false and fraudulent pretenses, representations, and promises, and did so by the means of wire communication, writings, signs, signals, and sounds approximating 616 transactions totaling approximately $242,926.25. The defendants would identify service tags of an existing Dell computer and utilize the Dell website to fraudulently transfer ownership of the Dell computer from the registered owners to yeah, themselves. Yeah, okay, yes. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah. But wouldn't they get caught so quickly because all those people would complain and the first thing they would look at is, well, where did it go? You know? Hmm. Maybe they would just cut the loss because, I mean, some things under a certain amount, they won't really pursue too much. So they'll just cut a loss and, like, replace it. Okay, hold on. Because it costs too much money to try to track down where it ended up. Right. It's like a pain in the ass or whatever. So then it'll just be like, if it's... I, I think that's the case anyway. Like, So it says... The defendants would then contact Dell Technical Support, claim that their Dell computer was not functioning appropriately and properly, providing Dell with the fraudulently obtained computer identifying information. They would negotiate to receive a replacement component, or in some cases, a replacement computer, pursuant to the warranty provisions of the computer, have the parts or computers shipped to one of five different five different addresses 
and then would sell the computer parts on eBay. Mm. Maybe there are addresses of just um, unoccupied places or... Yeah, who knows? That, that you could get away with that long of not having a definite anyone to tie to. Ooh, but they made over two hundred thousand dollars before they saying. got caught. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's not, like that's not something that just like your average Joe comes up with to do of a scheme. No, yeah, he he was. That's so scary, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's yeah, one of those people that is scary. Yeah. Wow. Hopefully, he doesn't listen to our podcast because it'll come and kill him. He'll, he'll like come and murder me in my sleep. Um. Well, wow. hopefully Kenny will protect me with yeah, the nunchucks that I guess we sold at the Southwestern. <laughs> we don't have any weapons. Oh, we have a baseball bat. We um, have a baseball bat. And I got and that Stanley. pokey thing. Got Stanley pokey thing. My always biggest fear, though, is if Stanley tried to protect us that somebody might hurt him. Um, yeah. And I think I would feel like so horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'd rather just get eaten than let something else or like murdered or stabbed or gun down or something then you think somebody like something bad to happen <laughs> somebody happened to i always call savannah now stanley and, and stanley savannah oh my god like they're your children <laughs> yeah. it's hilarious yeah, you think something's gonna come in your house and try to eat you and eat stan instead well i just think that he's not always like the way he executes his decisions to do something stupid like you know, he'll act like a ferocious beast um, charging at the window when we're, like, driving next to a tiny, like, 10-pound shih tzu or something that's, like, fluffy. Like, he, like right. what he perceives as a threat sometimes, although I will say that he does Children? Get, well, he hasn't, he, he doesn't feel, I haven't seen him be anything other than just really, like, really overly sweet to kids, luckily. Um, I haven't seen him try to be... Oh, no, he just tries to steal their food shit and toys. <laughs> yeah, but he, like, he, he doesn't have, like, the same kind of, like, I don't think he would, like, um, like, attack a kid, but... But he would, like, knock their stroller completely over backwards. <laughs> yeah, because he's just a dumb ass. Yeah. But, um, but I have seen him get, like, really angry looking at, because I think this one guy, when we were downtown Il Waco forever changed him into being like terrified of this certain look of a man but um it was like this kind of guy who i think was strung out on a lot of drugs and he he was like insisting that that stanley like he wanted to pet stanley yeah. but he was like staggering and like being all like you know like wow yeah. and so it was like stanley was kind of like backing up and then the guy like He's like, dogs love me. And, like, he gets on his hands and knees. He's like, you got to get down on their level. He's like, he's like, watch, watch. He'll come to me. And, like, Stanley, I was actually afraid Stanley was going to, like, attack this yeah, guy. Yeah, what an idiot. This is really freaking him out. And so now, ever since then, he sees, like, this look, a guy wearing, like, a baseball hat that's not Kenny. Yeah. Um, and, like, you know, I don't know, like, darker clothing or whatever it is. And they and they reach down to pet him, and he... He, like, backs up, but if they keep going, like, yeah. I'm afraid he's going to, like, he just he, he just looks like he would, like, do, like, fe have, like, fear aggression if someone keeps pushing the, yeah, that's you know? exactly that's exactly what Banjo does. Yeah. Like, he's, he's such a puss that he, like, I'm afraid that he would bite someone mm -hmm. because he, um, yeah, just like this, this old lady was like, oh, you know, the other mm -hmm. day I was like, I was on a walk with him. 
She was like, oh, can I say hi? And I was like, you can try. Like, I don't, I never know with him, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, he, he used to be so social. Yeah. And he just is not anymore. And I don't know who did him wrong because, yeah. I mean. Well, maybe he just became protective, you know, now that he's got, like, uh, newer people to be, especially, like, the baby and stuff. Yeah, because the be baby worried about. was with us. Yeah. But he, yeah, he just wanted nothing to do, mm -hmm. nothing to do with it. Probably feels like he's like kind of her protector, you know, when, if you guys are like on a walk or something, cause I don't know, um, our, our dog, the same dog I was talking about earlier, Bear, like if my mom was pushing the stroller and had her, you know, he would get, he would just get really, or she would get really, um, like territorial and freaked out and, um, you know, like would be aggressive if anybody tried to come up near especially like my brother when he was a baby right but um i don't know some dogs just kind of they change i guess that way when um babies come to town yeah and he got he's always been really really good with other dogs like he's always i've always appreciated that about him because i've always had dogs that sucked around yeah other dogs and it's not fun yeah no stanley's like so upset because i'm sure he knows <laughs> that i came here He's going to smell it on... Oh, no. You were rubbing all over Banjo. Oh, no. He's gonna smell well, maybe it'll make him happy. He gets so happy, though, when I come back from here, and, like, he'll stand there and smell the bag, my bag, for, like, 20 minutes. Dive his nose into it. Yeah, which he'll probably do to my body. Yep. But it does make me sad that he was sitting there crying, um, and then I try to send him a video of me singing, and Kenny said he started... He didn't want to make rub it in, but he was... Crying and um, whimpering and stuff <laughs> was like he's last night. He was um, apparently not having. He's like I think, or I was like he. I can tell he's um, not thrilled that you're not here. But I do. He knows now. Like especially if I'm getting my suitcase or a bag or uh -huh. anything, um, he knows. The I think he knows when I'm going to work, but he could tell I was take, going away you uh -huh. know with my suitcase and then he was really like flipping out and like sitting and like pawing me and coming up and trying to put his his muzzle in my hand like he wanted me to get his leash I was just like yes, oh I god know. I felt so bad I was like no I'm sorry I know it's like trying to tell Scout you can't go outside yeah, yeah it's horrible I guess Stanley is my son hold on one <laughs> second yeah he is my little baby boy Holy shit, Cherish, where did you get that really cute strawberry pipe? I got it at shopcanastyle.com. What is that? It is this beautiful website where you can get the cutest pipes, bongs, smoking accessories ever. They've got things that look like cactuses. They've got pipes that look like cherries and flowers and uh, berries and celestial themed Things, stuff with mushrooms on it. It's all just really super adorable. Whoa. And if you use promo code THE WORST DAY OF MY LIFE in all caps, you get 10% off. Go to shopcannastyle.com, use our promo code, and get yourself something cute. Yeah, or something cute for somebody you love. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> okay. okay. Bye. Bye bye. How was, how was the thing that you did with, with Savannah? Oh, 
It was actually a lot of fun. And what was it? And where was it? Well, it was um, in Seattle at this place called the Can Can. Uh, what is it like? It's a Can Can. Oh, God. <laughs> Hold on. I looked it up like 50 million times because I kept getting lost. Okay, Can Can Culinary Cabaret. Burlesque oh. and Cabaret in Seattle. And it was kind of a little bit more spendy, like like where you would want to take somebody on, like, on a date. Mm -hmm. Then I would probably just buy like for myself because like the ticket was, I think it was like around $100. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, you know, you have to deal with parking. Well, at least we did because it took us so long to get there because the traffic was so bad that because uh, we were going to try to do the light rail and park at the friend's house. We ran out of time to do that. Um, and then we were all like sweating and worried we were going to miss. Because it's a lot of money to like miss the show, you know, and not get a refund probably because you yeah, last minute sure. miss it. Um, so anyway, we were freaking out, but we made it. We made it on time. And then it was just this really fun, um, like group of, or troop of, um, dancers and like talented, like talented singers. Um, and it was like, uh, they did all this burlesque, like can can, they did the, you know, like kind of old style, like. Her name was Lola. She was a showgirl. Awesome. I'm doing it with the tune totally wrong. But um, they did, like, dance to that. And then there was just, like, a lot of, um, you know, pasties at times. Nice. But I feel like the num like the, the performances, like the acts or numbers or whatever were all fun. And, the like, numbers. The numbers. They are all fun. They had good energy. Yeah. Um, they got like there's a couple that were there for their engagement and uh they were right in the front like right next to the stage um and so they went around asking like what's everyone here are you on a date or you know like are you celebrating something and there's like three different groups there were there for their birthday yeah and then there was the um engaged people and then of course they're like do we have any moms in the crowd um and then, yeah and then and then savannah points me out and i was like oh no is this like is this gonna mean that that somebody is going to try to do something oh, to me because i hate that my worst fucking night yeah no. so i made a point like to any time the oh. guy got on stage who was like the person who would basically invoke this bringing somebody up on stage thing or messing with someone. Um, anytime he would start talking, I would just start like shoving a bunch of food in my mouth. <laughs> I'd be like slurping on my beverage. I would be going running to the bathroom because yeah. I was so afraid that yeah. he was going to like point me or call or send somebody over to like rub Come their on, ass on mama. me. Yeah. Oh God. But he did that to the he basically just picked on this one guy oh. and it was the engaged guy and he, he took him up on stage and the guy actually did a really nice job of like participating because he basically had to do a bunch of twerking and like going around and like just doing twerking with oh his God, ass. Die. Yeah. And, um, and he was twerking alongside of the professional dancer guy. Right. So of course, you know, it's like his twerking wasn't quite, quite as, um, 
good, right. but <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I appreciated that he, he participated and did his best, but if that had been me, I would have, oh my God, I would have been sweating. I already was sweating profusely. Right. Yeah. And so I was just like, uh, and I didn't feel, cause I was in such a hurry to get up there. I didn't feel like I looked good either. Like I mm. felt like I didn't really get to do my makeup. Like I did my makeup with the car. You know, my hair was doing something weird. Megan, you always look good. Stop. Well, thank you. But I want, I just wanted to look a little nicer because it was kind of an expensive Fancy. place. Yeah. Like, I don't want to look like a slob. Um, but everything was kind of a little bit more than um, I think anybody was truly. Like if somebody else was maybe, like if it was a date, <laughs> like somebody else was taking you on it and paying for things, <laughs> then um, it'd be one thing. But uh, paying for yourself and spending like, um, I don't know, like a hundred dollars yeah. on the yourself, like not on a date feels yeah. kind of weird. Well, I was surprised that, yeah, that you decided to stay here. Oh, last night because I mean, yeah, it's like a two. So how, how far did you drive yesterday? Well, it took, okay. So I left around two, I want to say. Um, I left around two o'clock from the peninsula and, uh, said it was going to be like three hours and 15 minutes or something. I was trying to be there by six and then I didn't get there till six 30. Um, and then the thing started it like, it started at like, what time did it start? Seven? Mm-hmm. Started at seven. No. I said that like I knew. Mm -hmm. I think yep. they had to start it late because started so many, yeah, so many people got stuck in traffic. They had to start a little bit later, but it it ended promptly, like before nine or something, like a little before nine. Hmm. It wasn't too long. That's lovely for a mom. <laughs> yeah. So then, I just got back in the car. It was like I drove. I think like six. Okay, so and a half hours. And then you just came straight here from. Yeah. Where in Seattle? Oh, by Pike's Market. Pike's Place. <laughs> it's Pike Place Market. Oh, I'm Market. sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Pike people, Place Market. People that move here say that. Yeah. Patrick says it. He says Pike's Place. Um, yeah, we're not native Washingtonians. 107 miles. Mm -hmm. You drove 300 something miles yesterday. Hmm. Yeah. It felt longer than that, though, huh? Oh, it definitely did, just because it <laughs> took so long. Is that, yeah. There's so it was many. like six hours, right? Well, I mean, yeah, it took me, it took me about, oh, God, I don't know. Oh, it doesn't matter. It took me a while. <laughs> but um, all for to go to an event that was like, maybe like an hour and a half long. Yeah, but you got to hang out. I know. It was totally worth it. With your baby. No, it was totally worth it. It's just that next time I would want to plan further ahead so I could get us a place to stay, you know, um, find it way in advance so it's not like a last minute, you know, $300 hotel room yeah, for the night. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know? like, I, yeah, I'm about to go. I have to stay for like, you know, four days. Yeah. It's fancy. Of. I can't believe that they wouldn't try to help with that, cover that. I mean, anyway, I just have to... It's not like anything person. is less 
it's not like you can find anything for less that's like also not in like some Lakewood or something and like some terrible rundown. You have like your family and stuff staying there, you know, like baby. Yeah. It's not like you can, you know, it's not like us on a road trip. It's not that they like said that they won't help. It's that the person that I asked is not the person to talk to. Oh, okay. That's um, okay. And sorry, I, was, I guess I wasn't listening. No, I that earlier. That's okay. Um, I don't think I explained it clearly, but um, now, so I don't know if you have this problem. I have this problem, and it's a. I think it's an ADD, or I think it's just an anxiety. Thing. Yeah. But the um, like avoidance of certain things like for me for me a lot of times it's like phone calls oh yeah um and sometimes it just it won't make sense to me for a long time and then so like with that hotel I needed to book it for so long I needed Mm -hmm. to book it I knew I needed to book it my mom was bugging me about it she's like have you booked it yet have Mm -hmm. you booked it yet I didn't and I was and it was like I I had waited so long that I was anxious that I was I was gonna call to try to book it and I wouldn't be able to yeah because I waited too long and then what was I gonna do so then I didn't even want to make that phone call at all yeah you know or like I won't I don't like checking the mail because I don't want to like find a bill that I have to deal with or like I don't want to um, check my voicemail because I don't want to have something scary in there, you know, that I have to mm-hmm. deal with. And it's like, or checking your bank account. Ugh. Yeah. Fuck. Hate it. Like, yeah. I hate, like I'm really bad at that stuff. And um, I'm bad at it with, with gas in my car. <laughs> like, waiting till it's, like, basically on fumes because I don't want to see what the gas cost yeah. is going to be. <laughs> That's what my car's, like, I don't. I can't make it to a gas station right now. Like, oh, probably. no. No, I can't. Okay. I can make it to the, the really shitty one right there, but I can't make it to a good gas station yeah. with what I've got in my car right now. Um, but, but yeah, it's just this weird avoidance thing, and I know a lot of people like with anxiety kind of do that to themselves. But I know I've like posted about it a couple of times in our Facebook group where I'm like, I have seven voicemails right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... People yeah. are like, oh my God, isn't that driving you fucking crazy? And I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But I don't, I'm scared to, and every, t- every time yeah. I check, I finally check it and it's Patrick's mom. Oh no. Hi, it's Cheryl. Hi, it's Cheryl again. Oh, hi, it's Cheryl. I was trying to call Pat. Hi, it's Cheryl. I'm just with oh, no. Pat. I'm trying to get a hold of Pat. Nobody like Hi, oh, it's no. Yeah, like getting upset. It's well, fine. She finally, she gets a hold of him eventually. Maybe you should but, give me your password and oh I'll listen to your voicemails for you and be like your secretary. Oh. <laughs> and I'll call your, I'll call do your, deal with your, um, I'll set up your um, hotels. Oh your, um, what is that called? Um. Ugh, there's a term that I can't think of my brain right now. Patrick will do that stuff. Mm -hmm. He loves making phone calls. He is an old man in like a younger man's body. Yeah. He he'll sit on hold. He's a he's a veteran. Yeah. He can sit on hold all day long. Yeah. Like that's they do that. Mm -hmm. They have to. Mm -hmm. Um. But I have to ask him. Yeah. For the help. Yeah. I have to. I have to tell him, or he doesn't know, mm-hmm. and then he will help. You know. Yeah. But then sometimes, like like today, mm-hmm. today I had to get a COVID test because my surgery is in a couple of days. By the time you hear this, my surgery will be done and over with. But 
Yeah, she'll be feeling great. I'm gonna feel so good. Yeah. No acid. We're so, putting that out there in the universe. Yeah. Um. Uh. So today I had to go get a COVID test before I am put in the hospital. Well, I thought that it was at 1.50 in the afternoon, but it was actually at 11.50 in the a.m. So uh, I tried to call to reschedule. I was on hold for a long time. It was annoying. <laughs> but they pick up and they're like, oh, we can't do anything on the phone. You have to reschedule online. So I try to reschedule online. The only thing I can do is like cancel my whole order, which they're like, are you sure you want to do this? You can't undo this, which I know the, like my surgeons, my surgery scheduler like sent a specific order to them. So I'm scared to like delete that. So then I just started freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Megan watched it. It's the first time I freaked out in a long time. Well, yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. Well, I just don't, I don't. I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah. I need, I, it's, it's been a long thing. But the whole point of this story is me saying that, like, well, then we decided to just go and just see if they can take us, which they did. They were super nice. They could totally take us. Um, But when I went in, Patrick's like, what's the place called? You know, I'm, like, trying to grab yeah. stuff so that you and I can run out. And he's like, what's the place called? And I was like, "Um, I don't know. Don't worry about it. And then he's like, well, is it? What's the phone number? Is it that place? Is it that same place that we went the last time? Uh, is it on? Is it on Kresge Avenue? He's like, you know, I was like, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Don't worry about it. And he's like trying to look it up to try to look for the phone number yeah. so that he can call. And I'm trying to, you know, I didn't communicate it well. Yeah. It took me a minute. And then finally I was like, I was like, honey, I appreciate you trying to help me. Yeah. I already tried to call. There's nothing that you can do from the phone. Yeah. I have to do it online. And he's like, well, do you want to give me your on your uh, login information and I can do it? And I was like, no, 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 no. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Like, yeah. I appreciate you trying to help. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Bye. You know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but then well, we get there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do the... <laughs> The guy. Oh yeah, yes. The guy comes out <laughs> and he asks. He asks me, "Do you want to? Oh, do you want to swab your nose, or do you want me to?" And I was like, "Well, I don't think I'll do a very good job <laughs> because it's true. I have like I'm really sensitive. I make a weird noise when it goes back too far, so I know I'm gonna like be really gentle with it. Yeah. So." Uh, I didn't trust myself to do a good job because I hate it. So yeah. he was like, oh, "All right, you you want you want me to do it?" <laughs> <laughs> he was he looked so shocked that you said no. You didn't <laughs> I like, want. Oh, yes. I I think he was thought he had a guarantee that you would want to do it. Right, when, like he, when he came to the car, he probably like <laughs> never. People probably never want him to do it. I wouldn't want him to do it. Yeah. I I, like, I don't yes, want please. someone else doing something to me that I could do myself because it freaks me out. Like I don't want I don't like the yes, please, like potentially hurting me. Tie your ponytail back and <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> shove that Q-tip into my brain. 
But Megan tried to record it in case I made my weird moaning sound, and it didn't happen. But he did not go back nearly as far as every other person. Like, they seriously, they go yeah. so far back. And they make me tilt my head back usually. Yeah. And he just kind of, like, rubbed just barely. Like, hopefully... Yeah, that's I think that's need. all. That's all. You, I think you don't have to go quite as far <sighs> up anymore. Goodness. But um, so good thing I had him do yeah. it because I would have tried to swab my brain. And I would have been going. You know what I mean? Making fucking. Gross I really sounds. wanted that to happen. I'm so sorry. I was not that I wanted to like have you be embarrassed, but I really no, I, wanted to laugh at your I your expense or whatever if that I happened. I wanted it to yeah, to yeah. be like um <laughs> there forever. I get it. <laughs> but so then we're we're already in town. We might as well run some errands. So we go to a car wash. Yeah. Oh jeez. Oh gosh. That was so that was the worst I've ever done in a car wash situation. Okay. With, like, especially if they're, oh, gosh, that Megan was the really worst. Wanted, Megan really wanted to wash her car. It's something she wanted to get done today. And Ugh, her yeah. car is molding. Narnar because she lives near the ocean. Yeah. Oh, so dirty. So it's getting gross. Um, so we go, we go to the car wash, and she... Uh, she gives the guy a killer tip, and well, I've never tipped them before, so it was and like he's been there a few like times, probably like five times, times where I haven't yeah. tipped them. So no, that's awesome. That's good. That's good karma. So um, she she goes gives the guy a good tip and asks like, well, she asks if she can get pre tip on her card. Yeah. And then asks him, you know, what's going to get the mold <laughs> off the best? And he's like, honestly, like, none of them are going to get in there really good. None of the just spray things. You really got to get it scrubbed down by one of us, you know, with the, the washing brush before you go in. <laughs> to get that kind of thing off. She's like, okay, awesome. So buy the, cheap, the cheapest wash. <laughs> I'll buy the cheapest wash and they'll they'll scrub it with the brushes before we go back and it'll be perfect. So dumb. <laughs> so she pays for it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> she pays for it, gives him this huge tip because he's gonna he's gonna scrub it so good. She takes her foot off of the brake and just drives into the car wash. The guy's standing there. The guy's standing there with a car washing brush. He was ready. He was ready, ready to scrub the outside of her car and she drove away. And he's yelling. He's going after the car, yelling, neutral, put it in neutral, neutral. Oh my gosh. She speeds into the car wash before he can even scrub it. And then finally gets it in neutral. They come out the other side and he's like, well, I, was like, I don't know if you want to go back through again, but. You took off before I could. 
So then she's like, no, no, it's good. Thank you. And then he, he was like, well, I mean, all we have on this end of the car wash is like towels to dry it off, you know? Oh my God. So he was like, we can try to like get in the crevices, I guess, with these towels and try to get some of it out. But it's like, you know, that's, that's not how, that's not how mold works. You don't just rub a dry towel on it. <laughs> so her car's still moldy and she paid so much money and oh that was so funny oh god oh. yeah <laughs> so stupid i was like if i honestly if i try to go back through there after i felt so embarrassed already i would have done something even worse because i would have like been Feeling really weird because I was embarrassed. And so I probably would have run the guy over. Yeah, you would have been paranoid about yes. doing something bad. So then you just slam your brakes super hard or like, yeah. Oh, something bad would have happened. really hard. Oh my God. Yeah, it yeah. was not worth me trying to do that again and face that guy again. I get after it. I already felt so like. <laughs> 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 it's so that's like now. how my life goes oh. though like uh, uh, i don't make the best decisions all the time <laughs> it is getting better though it is getting uh, it's getting a lot better now that i'm on the add <laughs> medication Good. but it's still not i mean he said it's gonna take it could take a while for me to really notice um but i am noticing doing maybe less of those kind of Making those kinds of less moves. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe cool. I'm just gonna be really a drab. Like my life is gonna be so boring when when I can concentrate and focus and not do yeah. Dillrod things. I'm just gonna be like sitting I was really like sitting here like a vegetable <laughs> because my life is finally just like calm and nothing weird. I'm not doing anything weird. Yeah. Um that's fine. And then we'll just we'll just shift uh we'll pivot the podcast um in another uh, direction. No, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <sighs> well, let's, uh, <laughs> Oh God, I should probably wrap. get going with yes. my, um, now it's 521. Let's wrap, let's wrap this, wrap, 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 <laughs> okay. Got it right that time. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, um, thanks for listening, guys. Um, we, uh, the link to all of our social medias and all that fun stuff, everything about us is in the description of your show. And, uh, we love you, and we appreciate you listening. If you could take a moment of your time and do us a huge favor, either comment or share with a friend or, you know, follow the show, like the show, share it with a few friends. Make a little post about the show, how much, how much you love it and how every, everyone that you know should listen to it. You know, something like that. That'd be cool. Um, but you don't, you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> anyway. And if you're just torturing yourself and listening to this and hate this show. Fuck you. 
Yeah, we don't want to know. What do I usually say? Oh, you guys, just remember that it could always be worse. Yes. And email us at the worst day podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Yes, 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 please. Send us stories of your bad days. We want to hear please. them. And uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Whoa. That was a good one. That was deep. Ring, ring. Hello? Cherish, you're not going to believe this. (gasps) What? You know how I normally struggle with the D? Yeah. Diarrhea. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, you're not going to believe this. Uh, Today, I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C. Constipation. Oh, no. (laughs) Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No. It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel. Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and fasting friendly? Yes, it is. Whoa. And if you use promo code WORSTDAY10, you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa. You should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. I agree. Okay. Uh, Thanks. Bye-bye.